0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, Sportsbook.com. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Ryan L. Halloran out here on a beautiful December 1st day in Dove Valley, sunny, mid-60s, and we are previewing the Broncos at the Chiefs Week 13 on Sunday Night Football. We'll be bringing you inside that matchup, the 11-game losing streak to Kansas City. Are the Broncos the best team that they have right now during that span going back to 2015 when they last beat them? How the online look? Checking out Baron Browning as he settled down in the inside linebacker spot following a bunch of injuries. Pat Sertan, Player of the Week, will talk about the rookie cornerback and then some predictions and more analysis about the Chiefs' high-powered offense here on the First and Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook. So, start off... Obviously, the, the news of the week, talk of the week, 11-game losing streak to Kansas City, and a few injury is, issues cutting into this one, but not too major as they head to Arrowhead Stadium.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll knock on this uh, concrete table here, but from a Broncos perspective, you, you, you maybe maybe they are turning a little bit of a corner health-wise, and you know, let's start with left tackle Garrett Bowles. He, you know, he injured his ankle. Against Washington, so missed time. Came back from the bye Went on the COVID list. He's been on there for over a week. Vic Fangio said before practice on Wednesday that Bowles uh, could be back in the building on Thursday, and they believe the ankle will be fine. They haven't been able to evaluate him because he hasn't been allowed in the building. So, uh, so it feels like they're going to be able to make a push for him to play. Bobby Massey at right tackle has missed the last two games. I think he'll be ready to go. Kareem Jackson, Shelby Harris trending upward. Teddy Bridgewater uh, may not even be limited this week. So with that shin injury, um, so Melvin Gordon uh, not expected to practice Wednesday with the hip. Uh, that's why you get Javante Williams in reserve, ready to maybe make his first start, and uh, I think that would give the offense a boost. But you mentioned the losing streak, and you know, I was looking it up. I was looking each game up um, earlier this week, and you know, for the Broncos, it, 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 it was just something different every game. You know, nine sacks allowed. Four turnovers, you know, uh, blown lead, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, Justin Simmons, the safety, said, hey, this is, uh, you know, the biggest game since he's been here. And he's 0-10 against the the, uh, Chiefs. You You know, the 2016 team finished over 500. So maybe it's not the best – this isn't the best version of the Broncos, but I think it is the best version of the Bronco defense that can challenge Patrick Mahomes.
0: When you look at the two matchups last year, Ryan, first one in October at Empower Field, and Drew Locke turned in a horrendous game, included a pick six by Daniel Sorensen. Kansas City won that one in a route 43-16, to but then the Broncos played them a lot closer in December at Arrowhead Stadium, 22-16, albeit probably not as close as that score indicates, but – Justin Simmons said today hey these guys can be beat at Arrowhead and for the Broncos to be the team that they're used to being that they want to be they're going to have to go through Kansas City they're going to have to make a statement at Arrowhead sooner rather than later and it seems like now is a pretty good time with the Chiefs not looking as invincible as they have in years past
1: yeah I mean they're still a significant favorite which they've earned 10 point favorite the division goes through them which it should and here's the thing Chiefs are hot they're four straight wins coming off a bye. So they sh- they'll be ready to go. They'll have a whole bunch of tricks and whistles and blah 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 uh, ready for the Broncos. But you mentioned last year's two games. You know, that one got the first one, 43-16, got away from them. Interception return for a touchdown, kickoff return for a touchdown just a couple minutes apart. Where where I think you where I think Bronco fans can take some optimism is from the second game last year in Kansas City. Chiefs really struggled in the red zone, had to settle for a bunch of field goals that kept Granted, the Broncos and It was in. very
0: snowy and cold. It was
1: cold. Uh, two years ago was the snow, that was Drew Lock's snow right. game, which right. was a disaster, 23 to three. So, um, this would still be an upset. Let's put it, let's make no mistake. But here's why. Here's why the Broncos can go in there, and play fast and loose and play with energy, is they're playing with house money. Is if they lose, they're six and six coming home. The Detroit and Cincinnati home gotta win those two and you're right back in it for a wild card. If they if they find a way to upset Kansas City, great. You're you know, at seven and five right atop the division with the Chiefs and maybe the Chargers and Raiders too. So, you know, if they can harness the momentum they had against the Chargers, take it on the plane to Kansas City You know, they they do have more than a puncher's chance. Unlike they beat Dallas, they left that momentum in Texas and laid an egg against Philly.
0: So AFC West lead up for grabs Sunday night football, Broncos Chiefs. And AFC West could get pretty wild after this week if the Broncos pull off that upset and if the Chargers and Raiders also win. They could all be at 7-5 entering week 14 so things will get real interesting and ryan let's just a couple more notes on this matchup before we move on with the show kansas city's defense is pretty vulnerable i know they've improved in recent weeks uh chris jones and co up front have have gotten better and gotten more pass rush but they're 31st in the league in yards per play at Mm -hmm. 6.05 23rd in net yards per game and the secondary has been exposed at times they ranked 24th uh, obviously Tyran Matthew is the stabilizer back there Darius Ward out on the corner but they they've been some Swiss cheese secondary at times this year
1: yeah and that's where the Broncos got to exploit that Cortland Sutton has been quiet five catches last three games yeah so Jerry Judy came back and so I yeah I take some shots downfield because here's why you take a shot obviously you get a completion but you know, against L.A. the other day, they threw a pass to Sutton. He was interfered. Free 15-yard penalty. That that can happen. You know this. This you know the Chiefs commit some penalties. Chris Jones is a terrific player. Um, the guards and Lloyd Cushenbery, the center, are going to have their hands full with him. And Steve Spagnola likes to throw a lot of different looks on third down, especially with his pressures. So that young line, Miners, Cushenberry, you know, if Reisner plays, they'll have to be be on their P's and Q's about who's rushing, who's stunting, who's going to be, you know, make sure everybody's blocked. But, uh, you know, this Chiefs defense the last four games has turned it on. They're creating some takeaways. They're getting more sacks. And they're obviously giving up a lot fewer points.
0: Again, folks, this is the First Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Before we continue on with the show, let's take a listen in with a word from our sponsor.
2: Nothing else in the world can hold a candle to sports. It's why true fans actually cry when their team loses a close one. And why we channel the memory of a goldfish to believe again before the next game. Teams can be beaten, but true fans are invincible. At Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, we get that, all of it. Because we love sports, too. We also happen to have the knowledge that comes from working alongside more athletes and coaches than any other sports book on the planet. We understand the game, not just the spread. So we made the sports book only Sports Illustrated could deliver. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook. The sports book by sports people. Download the SI Sportsbook app today. New players, when you bet $10, get $50 in free bets. New players only. Players must be over 21 located in Colorado. Qualifying bet $10 or more. Minimum odds minus 150. Free bet tokens credited after bet is settled and expire after seven days. Free bet stakes not included in winnings. Promo expires 12-31-21. Full terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Then this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, Sportsbook.com. Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran out here in Dove Valley on Wednesday, midweek, beautiful day here in Denver ahead of the Broncos Week 13 showdown in Kansas City. And we just touched on it in previewing the matchup. But the O-line hopefully be a little repaired this week, Ryan, with Garrett Bowles hopefully coming back after two consecutive negative tests on consecutive days. Uh, to return from the COVID list. And then also, as you mentioned, Dalton Reisner, Vic Fangio said he's day-to-day with the back, and hopefully they get him back at the other guard opposite Quinn Miners. Yeah,
1: and one thing Vic Fangio said about Bowles is that he has not felt uh, symptoms. He just hasn't been able to test negative. That would suggest maybe he's been able to do some conditioning at home on his own, and he could jump back in with two days of practice and then a walkthrough on Saturday. But he got a hand to Mike Munchak. I do it, you know, plugging these young guys in, you know, Quinn Bailey, Quinn Miners, Cam Fleming's an older guy, but he hadn't played until he had to go in the other day or a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, you talked to Cam Fleming before practice on Wednesday. You know, what 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 was sort of some of his thoughts about the way Munchak runs that room? Well,
0: he, obviously the Hall of Fame credentials are coming through, and you know. I think Vic Fangio had a good point, too, the other day when he said the reserves are just flat better than he's had in the, his first couple years here, i.e. Quinn Miners, i.e. Moody, etc. But also Cam Fleming noted, hey, you know, he, it's been kind of tough for him coming into Denver after starting all 16 games last year for the Giants. First year in his career, he started all 16 after being mostly reserved for the Patriots, for the Cowboys. So he had that chance to be a starter. Well, now he's got to wait here in Denver. He gets his chance in Week 10. And, of course, uh, last couple weeks he's filled in for Bobby Massey. But Massey could be coming back, so yeah. and he knows that. And uh, I think that will be a good boost there for the Broncos if Massey can get back from that ankle injury. Yeah,
1: and, you know, if they get more – pieces they get back together maybe you can find some consistency you know you flip it over the defense another guy who has played because of injury has been baron brownie the rookie inside linebacker you know out all the offseason program got a late start the camp concussion
0: concussion, mid-season injury
1: that kind of thing but he's settled in um you know you asked justin simmons about uh baron uh on wednesday you know what were some of simmons's insights on
0: on the way brownie is playing well i think the biggest thing was Simmons was like hey this guy's not really playing like a rookie normally you see rookies come in they might be in the right spot to make a play they're making the right read but for some reason the play's not getting made because the moment's too big for them well for Barron it's not been too big for him and for Justin in the back end along with Kareem Caden Stearns back there communication is huge for those guys communicating up at the front end and he said baron browning's been pretty seamless in that he's been wearing the green dot and the helmet to as the defensive you know play relayer so a lot of a lot on this guy's plate especially considering as you mentioned all of his offseason basically wiped out with that lower leg injury got a slow start to the year. had the concussion had the back injury that knocked him out of week 10 versus philly so he's had a lot of injury adversity but he's still standing Unlike a lot of those other guys in the inside linebacker room, a.k.a. Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson, yeah. et cetera. So yeah. he's bringing that stability, and he's available.
1: Yeah, and yeah, he's going to have a tough task, Barron is, on Sunday night because you know, the Chiefs running backs are pretty good route runners. Austin Eckler got him a couple times, got Kenny Young a couple times uh, in Sunday's game with for the Chargers. So you know, one thing that was interesting is that Vic uh, has met with Browning you know, one-on-one just to go over defense and scheme and what are you seeing? Okay, uh, this is probably what you should look for because the linebackers is Vic Fangio's wheelhouse. That's what he came into the league as in New Orleans nearly 30 years ago. So, uh, yeah, they, he may have uh, found you know, a third-round pick who could uh, be a you know a long-term starter there, but uh, it's, uh, you know, this Chiefs offense just comes at you in waves. As Pat Sertan said, goes, you can put your track shoes on because they are fast, fast, and faster on the outside. So, it's, uh. You know, the Chiefs are going to make their plays. The thing for the Broncos is, okay, if they get in the red zone, force a field goal. If you get a chance for a takeaway, embrace it, seize the opportunity.
0: This is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, SI Sportsbook com Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran out here, and Sports Illustrated has been bringing fans deeper into sports since 1954. That's over 65 years of sports insights and knowledge, and six years before there is pro football in Denver. While other sports books know gaming, SI Sportsbook knows the game. Its betting built the combination of actual sports knowledge and true sports passion. It's a sports book for real sports fans because it's made by real sports fans, and it's the perfect time to get your bet in on the game right now for all. The Week Thirteen action at sisportsbook.com. dot We'll start off, of course, Ryan, with the Broncos Chiefs. Broncos. It's fluctuated depending on what book you are looking at, but per our friends at Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, plus nine and a half at Kansas City and the over under forty seven. Thoughts on both of those?
1: Yeah, I'll start with the forty seven. Uh, I am going to bet. The, uh, I would bet the under if I if I if I played that game. I do think both defenses are playing well. And, and, and touchdowns may be uh, tough to come by. The 9.5 is a big number. Um, I thought it would probably open at 7 just to create some interest. Uh, so if you know, I'll get to my prediction later, but if I'm uh, laying a couple bucks down on this game, I would think the Broncos get 9.5.
0: Looking around the league, three other matchups to maybe lay some shekels on. Chargers coming off a loss to Denver. In Denver, they're plus three at the Bengals.
1: I was, I was surprised and I was disappointed by the Chargers last week. I thought they would come out and really lean on Justin Herbert to throw the ball downfield. Four out of 44 attempts, 16 yards downfield. That's in, unacceptable for um, an offense with his arm strength and his arm ability. So I think the Bengals, um, since they're by, they've, they've got on a roll. They destroyed Pittsburgh last week, and two weeks ago they destroyed the Raiders. So I think the uh, Bengals win straight up, and I also think they
0: cover that. And a couple other ones here. Washington plus 2.5 at the Raiders and Patriots plus 2.5 at the Bills.
1: Yeah, I like the Raiders, and, you know, this is a scheduling – this could be a schedule loss for the for Washington. Raiders been off since Thanksgiving. They're playing at home. Washington played Monday night against Seattle. They won. Now they got to go cross country on a short week. I think the Raiders win and do the and they cover. And I New England Buffalo is the game of the week. Uh, the Patriots have won six in a row. They're playing lights out on defense. Mac Jones is doing well at quarterback. The Bills have alternated wins and losses the last six weeks. Um, you just don't know who they are yet. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I we, I we, I thought I thought I did, but they sort of have. They hit the skids, but then they go blow out a bad New Orleans team, which is what they should have done because of the Saints injuries. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bills. Um, you know, two and a half. I'm gonna pick them by a field goal, and then you have a tie it in the AFC East.
0: And those odds at Sisportsbook.com. If you tried other apps, you need to try SI Sportsbook and get the true fan experience. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sports book that wrote the book on sports. Again, this is the first orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated, Sportsbook, SI Sportsbook.com, Denver Post beat writers Kyle Newman and Ryan O'Halloran here. We'll close the show here recapping some of these changes on the Chiefs' offense and predictions. So obviously up front they're pretty retooled from the last time they played them last year and a couple rookies up front at center and right guard.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm going to pick the Chiefs uh, probably, let's go 24-20. Um, so they'll take a two-game lead over the Broncos. But hey, Six and six coming back. Three or last five at home. All you got, you know, win one of those division road games you have left. Either the Chargers, or the Rams, and they have a uh, Chargers or the uh, Raiders, and the Broncos have a shot of uh, getting in the playoffs. So uh, I do think it's going to be a competitive game, and I think it's important. Obviously, you want to win, but if the Broncos can come out of that game saying they did some good things, yeah, they lost. Take some of that, apply it to Detroit and Cincinnati. Next two weeks, take care of business at home.
0: I'm also picking the Chiefs. I think they're going to run it to a dozen straight over the Broncos, and it's going to be in bitter fashion for the Broncos. I got 34-31 Chiefs coming up on top behind Travis Kelsey's late touchdown catch. Of course, we'll be covering the game wide on rice at DenverPost.com Broncos. Heading into the week and on Sunday night. This has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Follow them on Twitter at SIBetting. Appreciate you tuning in to today's show. This is Kyle Newman for Ryan O'Halloran signing off. Until next time, folks, take it easy.